Sounds good. All right, folks and viewers out there, happy Saturday to you. Uh, I'm excited uh, for this, uh, this interview here. I have a great friend, great pastor on our uh, ministry chat here today, uh, all the way from uh, Mackinac Island, Michigan, uh, Ken Strait. Uh, but before uh, I let him introduce my, uh, himself, uh, just a little bit of, about how we met. Uh, we met an, at uh, Elam Bible Institute in uh, uh, Lyman, New York, way back in 2007, uh, when we had a uh, internship chapel service. And him and his wife, Lori, came up to promote Mackinac Island. And from there, we just built a relationship. We were at uh, the lunch table. And uh, I, I went over there, talked with Ken and Lori about, you know, internship at Mackinac Island. And then the rest is just history. Uh, fell in love with uh, uh, these guys. And uh, they're, they're great people. Uh, Ken and Lori are great people. They're, they're doing some ministry uh, in some rough places. Uh, you don't have a car on Mackinac Island. You ride your bike. Uh, and then you take a boat uh, over back to the mainland or vice versa. Uh, so they're doing some great stuff on Mackinac Island. And, and, and that's how uh, I met Ken and Lori and did some ministry uh, there. I was the uh, youth and college uh, ministry doing Bible studies on uh, Sunday night. And then Ken and I and Lori, we did some uh, coffee house. And then we did some uh, prayer times on Tuesday nights, which was just outstanding. Uh, so, yeah, that's how uh, Ken and I uh, met. We've been keeping in touch. And just love this guy's heart for the lost, love this guy's heart for ministry and people just in general. But I don't want to do all the talking here, folks. I want to let Ken uh, introduce himself, and then we're going to get into some uh, questions. And uh, you guys won't be uh, disappointed here today, and you'll get to see and hear uh, Ken's heart uh, for Mackinac Island, but not just for Mackinac Island, uh, just for this generation and, uh, and the lost. So go ahead, Ken, take it away, man. Hey, well, thanks, Brian. Gosh, I, it's so good to see you. We we stumbled upon you a few weeks ago doing this. I, it's such a good, yeah. such a good meeting. We're so glad, and we're uh, Lori and I talk of you fondly all the time. Um, Thank you. And we just covet the time you were with us. I can't believe how long it's been. Yeah. I mean, I'm my this is my birthday month, so you know mm -hmm. I'm coming up on 35 years old. 30? No, I'm going to be 37 this year. <laughs> That's a lie, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> but you know, it's it it's um so good to be with you and just bless you for what you're doing. And man, we I guess one of the things that I'm really um, God's speaking in my heart here and everywhere is that um, man, we gotta align ourselves with the right people. We gotta align ourselves with the voices that are speaking the same thing, and that's what we love about Brian. I'm telling you. You know, if you're listening to Brian's, um, you know, broadcast here, continue to do so. This guy, Brian here, he, and and you can write, you can make your check table to Ken Strait, Brian. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, take, I'll take a charge card now. It's a, I'm just kidding. I, I love so, it. Yeah, because all of us pastors, we're all in it for the money, aren't we, Brian? Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so. <laughs> but, um. You know, we got to line ourselves up with the right people. And it doesn't matter what we look like. It doesn't matter how we're doing it. I mean, this is good. I think God is doing this by his spirit. And, you know, the, the people that God has touched um, by his Holy Spirit are the ones that are staying in this thing. Um, Mackinac Island's a, a seasonal island. We're open all year. We still have a church all year round. Brian knows it well. Brian came here as an intern, and man, he did. He he had, he made impact. And some of you saw our son, and one of those impactful things was our own boy. You know, our own son, and what a pivotal time that was in his life. And uh, you know, here two years later, after Brian leaves, you know, God just starts to do this work in his life because you know it's hard out there and um, we need each other. And so we want to align ourselves with people that are speaking what God says and, and of course doing it in love, but man, sometimes you got to get in somebody's craw and tell them the truth. Cause we're, we're, this is what's going on here. We're speaking truth. And, you know, it's kind of like last year we did a series called um, Jesus model for church growth. And if you look at Jesus' model for church growth, it was not what the model that we see in the church today. Amen. He he spoke to people and said, 
you know, take up your cross, follow me. Um, mm -hmm. And then he says to his disciples, are you, are you going to leave me too? And they, they said, we've got nowhere else to go. I guess that's the way maybe you and I, Brian, are and other people that we are lined up. We have nowhere else to go because we've received the words of life. And this is real stuff to us. It's not, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a prophetic voice right now that's speaking to during this COVID time. And I, I believe God's raising up people like that. And he always has. He always has. Um, but he's saying, you know, we can have this, uh, there's an, even in the church, even in the churches and the pastors, there's an addiction to ministry. You know, we're losing the focus at times. And, you know, we get addicted to, to the, to the idea of ministry and stuff, but, but God's coming and he's reaching into our hearts right now. Right. And so, but we got to make sure we're listening to the right voices. And I would say, as Brian could attest to a hundred percent, um, on Mackinac Island, as everywhere else, um, when we listen to the other voices is when we get ourselves in trouble. And I think all of us to some degree have been there. Even when we know the right way to go, we listen to the voices. I mean, even, even us, all of us in our desperate times as believers, maybe we're, you're a strong believer listening today, but even in those times of darkness, man, you, you hear the voices of the enemy trying to get in there. And if you don't line yourself up with the right people, including the spiritual voices you're listening to, line up with the word, be a Berean, test it out. And so that's, that's all. And I, I you know, my Island's like everywhere else. It's kind of seasonal. Mm -hmm. But that's a lot. Can you see me? Sorry about that. Well, it's okay. Yes. Yeah, I forgot to turn off my phone notifications and guess who it was Caleb <laughs> um, anyways but um you know we um it's like like anywhere else right now just this place is but you know there's a lot of voices and whatever your sphere is you know you got to be careful who you're listening to and grab a hold of God he's he's in this with us and you too so thanks Right. Thanks, Ken, for introducing yourself there. And before, that's a great segue, folks, into our, uh, into our questions here. And as he was speaking, um, you know, a great scripture, you probably know it. If you don't know it, I would encourage you uh, to look at uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. But Romans 2, or excuse me, Romans 12, 2 says, you know, do not conform any longer to the pattern world, you know, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do we renew our minds is by the word of God. And as he said, the voice of truth, you know, and there's going to be truth and lies, but I would encourage you to go back to the word of God where the, your, the truth shall set you free out of John 8, uh, 32. And, uh, you know, Mackinac Island, whether you're at Mackinac Island, Rochester, New York, where I'm from, wherever you may be uh, tuned to, you're going to hear the voice of the enemy. Mm. But you know what, that we have to understand that he's a defeated foe. And that he is a liar. He's the father of lies, as the Bible says. But you have the truth that trumps him. And I want just—I just want to encourage you to renew your mind here, mm -hmm. say through the Word of God. So, with that, I want to ask uh, Ken here. So, uh, what are you learning during this time? My word, I was—it's interesting because you know, um, sometimes don't we have to go back to the beginning? Sometimes, I mean, I think that's what COVID is doing. It's get. It's getting us back to the basics of where we start our first love, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's part of what we're learning. And also, just like I was saying to Lori this morning, um, every time we crack open the word, he's showing us interesting, wonderful mm -hmm. things. I mean, right now, God is speaking to us in the old, through the Old Testament a lot. And it's not so that we go back under the law or anything like that, but realizing that the examples of the Old Testament saints, patriarchs, even sinners or whatever you want to call them, pagans, um, teach us about God's view on things. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't changed. He's the same God of the Old Testament. It's the same God living today. We just have a better covenant. But, you know, he's this, he still has that. But he's showing us some really interesting things. Um, 
we're learning about not, you know, the scripture talks about us not um, sitting in the seat of the scornful or taking our counsel from worldly wisdom. And, you know, in all these decisions we all are having to make, you know, where, where do we get our counsel from? You know, do we get it by the circumstances that we see? Do we get it by the fear that can maybe creep up in us because of the unknowns right now? Or do we get that counsel from the Holy Spirit, from his word? He's just bringing us back to the start. I mean, that's what's going on. When we came here, we came here 18, all, we're like three weeks away from 18 years here. And I just remember we were at a, a point like that in our life too, where we were like, okay, Lord, I, I'm stepping away for a minute of a time to be with you, not from doing, but being, you know? And I took myself away from some things to be. And that's when God speaks and he's starting to speak again because we're taking ourselves away. And, we, you know, we say, Lord, sorry for being too busy in the things we're trying to do or whatever. Um, and the enemy has a way of distracting us from the, the first things that are, you know, our first love. So he's speaking that really strong, but his word is right there. It's like every time you crack it open right now. It's just like, whatever it is, <laughs> last week, I was looking for a um, verse about giving, not to give to some, not to share at church, but about giving. I was just thinking about it. I looked it up and I go, you know, I'm going to, I, I want to read the context more often than I sometimes do. We, we're, we're all guilty sometimes of pulling verses out of, out of their place, you know, um, but that's why I read Proverbs 32 and, and Psalm 150 with 51 right uh those are my favorite chapters um yeah, yeah but uh, um you know he he's so in the middle of this verse there around it he's speaking mm -hmm. and he's showing things that like that i didn't know that was in there i didn't i'm receiving rebuke from the lord too i mean as i'm you know that's that chastening i'm i'm opening myself the lord chasing me um make myself pliable that's what he's speaking making us pliable and i think that's what i'm saying this alignment making ourselves aligned with the right wording the words of god so that we can be changed even when we think we're okay <laughs> you know that's pride when i think i'm all set <laughs> i'm not and that's what you know that's what it is so always just being open to um to that that's what god's speaking he i mean specifics i could get into it but uh you know again going back to the words of jesus i hear this do you guys hear this a lot everybody i just want to do what jesus said and that's what i do you know yeah we do we love the verse that says love one another you know as i've loved you but he also says take up the cross and, and you know jesus was in the was in the face of the religious he was speaking against the wrong motive the wrong heart the wrong everything in the in the religious people he loved the sinner for sure but he didn't shirk away from telling the sinner what sin they were in you know and so this has come up here on Mackinac island just recently with some teaching and somebody's like oh we just gotta we just gotta preach love that's true not, but it's not just love tells me tells me don't touch the fire you know love tells me don't cross the street when the traffic's there you know that's love anyways yeah yeah you hear his heart folks right there and just to, uh just just to continue on uh for you viewers out there is um he said a great word you know we get busy we get focused on ministry that we miss our first love and mm -hmm. I think that is so key, folks, that, yes, I would agree with my brother that, you know, we want to get back to our first love, that we, you know, we don't want to be so focused on our programs or even our traditions. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, there's a great quote. I remember reading this book in, in, in my uh, time at Elam, and it was the Purpose Driven Youth Ministry, and it really mm -hmm. uh, stone, uh, for me as well. And he said in this book, he said, out of the being will come the doing. And that's what my brother just mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. what my brother was saying. You know, we got to be instead of doing. And I think that's what the Lord is showing us uh, during COVID-19 in this season, uh, that we just want to be in his presence. We want to come back to that awe, that reverence and respect of what Jesus mm -hmm. is doing. We want to get back to the cross 
you know, what that really means. We want to get back to the gospel, the good news. And I think, you know, the theme right now, I believe, is, is that we're talking about is aligning ourselves up with the word of God and the word of truth. Uh, yeah. Surrounding yourself uh, with like-minded people that, that are going to encourage you uh, along the journey. Because, you know, ministry can be lonely at times. You feel rejected. You feel abandoned. Uh, you even feel pain and hurt uh, and a little disappointment. But, you know, we can, we can testify when we were at Mackinac Island, you know, it's, it's, it's not glamorous. You know, we don't have, uh, we didn't have that luxury of, you know, being on a stage in the bright lights. And, uh, you know, when I was there, it really got me thinking about, you know, okay, this is what discipleship is. This is what ministry is all about in, in, in the trenches uh, of getting into the, uh, the thick of things. But really, you know, we just want to be with Jesus, you know, yeah. and, I, and, it, and a great scripture that we can always go back to is, you know, Philippians chapter three, you know, where Paul's talking about, you know, knowing, knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord, but also to yeah. be found in him. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's such a great encouragement, right? That's a, that's a great word to start us off. And yeah. uh, now a segue that we want to uh, go into now is we've all experienced this folks. Uh, but what about you, Ken? What about your wins and some losses during when COVID hit on uh, Mackinac Island? Because uh, I was keeping in, uh, keeping in the loop and stuff like that. I saw some of your, uh, your messages as well through YouTube or uh, what you shared on Facebook as well. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, what were some of your uh, wins and some losses? Well, so you were the one person on YouTube that watched it. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> anyway, so, but no, you know, wins and losses, you know, as you were saying that again to me, um, some of the losses are actually wins, you know, oh, yes. um, learning to, you know, we, we can say this and some of your listeners may not in be in leadership, but yeah. realizing that our, um, we say this all the time, our, you know, the Lord is our source, mm -hmm. but when sometimes when it gets really down to it, is he, and, uh, man, that's just, just to, to, to live and move and have our being in him. That's, that was a loss because you're thinking, man, I got to trust. And, you know, everybody, you know, Brian, everybody just scampering during this COVID mm -hmm. and the churches are, some of them really were freaking out. And, uh, we were like, I, I think on Mackinac Island, that was actually a win for us because we're more organic here. We don't have our own building. Now we could be shut out of the places we meet, you know, anytime, but you know, but even those that have their own buildings and stuff, are, he's still got to be our source. So that's a win and a loss of having that maybe fear and apprehension about what the future holds. But, but that's a win knowing that it's that, you know, it's like a pastor I had once for many years used to say, there's no bad news in the scripture. It's all good news mm -hmm. because even the bad turns into good. And it's a loss. Like if I lose more of me, if I feel downtrodden, if I feel, you know, that's when I, we mm -hmm. put our hope in God. So I think, you know, the losses and the gains, the wins and losses, um, some of the losses are we, our hands are tied sometimes, you know, uh, we can't do things the way we used to do that. And that's, that's actually becomes a win because I think that's what God's doing right now. Isn't he? Um, we've lost people during this time. We've lost, we have very few congregants in our church year round. Um, but we, through this COVID thing, we've lost tons of people in the church. Um, families that are year rounders that help, you know, and have been around, have children raised up. I mean, we were just with one last night and here she is taller than tall as me. And she was born here. Uh, you know, these kind of things, those, those feel like losses, but at the same time, where's my source? Um, I can't worry. Um, you know, um, but you know, wins are also, again, God just hunkering us down a little bit. We're not doing less stuff. We're just doing more of the right stuff. Let me say it that way. Lori and I, um, we've reordered our life a lot better. Um, and I think that's true in all of us. I mean, we're, 
we're kind of bivocational here too. I mean, we got a lot of things going just, you know, to make a living. And, mm -hmm. and uh, that's challenging, as you all know. I think I heard just this week, 80, 80 something percent of ministers are bivocational. Mm -hmm. And um, that goes against all the things we're told and what we want. Of course, of course, we'd love to spend all of our time doing all of the things that God, yeah. you know, calls us into. I get it. But um, yeah, so whether that's a win or loss, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is that God has drawn us closer. That's the win in this. And, uh, you know, people are being weeded out. I mean, yes. we did some, I mean, the wheat, the shaft is, you know, mm -hmm. we're seeing actually, I think maybe in the first time we can tangibly see the, um, the sheep and the goats, mm -hmm. you know. Um, there's people around here that you actually would know, Brian, from your time way back that are still here. Oh, they're, oh not, yeah. okay, yeah. they're not, they're not following the Lord mm -hmm. at all. Um, and I, you know, I got to say that there's, there were nights of tears and crying and crying out to the Lord and feeling, um, letting the enemy, um, condemn me for like what I didn't do or, you mm -hmm. know, those kind of things. Those were some losses. Uh, but, but at the same time, I realized, you know, we choose, don't we? We choose life. We choose life. And, and um, you know, we're not the only ones speaking into their lives, but they're listening to the wrong voices. But I'd say those are big losses. But at the same time, we've been warning all those same people for years um, that, hey, tough times are coming. But when it's dark, we, we shine brighter. Yes. So that's the win, right? Mm -hmm. It's tough, but we shine brighter. I feel like, you know, God's got his hand on people like yourself. He's raising up fresh voices in the, in the, in the church. Um, he's raising people that may be, you know, in obscurity or not that many people know them. I think he's raising people up right now because they're seeing the heart of a, a David who, you know, who, who the prophet's coming to and looking along the, all the brothers. And it's the person that's been out there in the field. And they're just, they're, they're just working at it and they're just living it. And it's like, no, it's not him. It's not him. No, it's that one. Oh, really? Well, he doesn't have all the things that we think you should have. I mean, celebrity Christian Christianity is, I feel like is dying and rightly so. And, and I, and I honor those men and women that have taught me that are known and all that. Again, this is not, you know, negative. It's just that be, we have to be careful. Um, and I feel like, you know, those are the wins and losses. And ultimately, it's all a win to bring us back to the Lord. But I think the, sh the shaft and the wheat is being separated. We're being sifted right now. Yeah. That's the question. Are we in this or not? For the long haul, for the hard haul, for everything. Are we in it? Uh, all of you listening, whatever level you're at in your walk. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. And guess what, listeners? We we have all fallen at all levels. We've all sinned against the Lord. We've mm -hmm. all walked away when we know we shouldn't. We've all known the right things to do, but walked away, listened to the voices mm -hmm. of the enemy or the enemies in our own head or heart. So, you know, that you can turn a, a loss into a win for sure. And doesn't mean it's easy, but it's great. There's there's a there's a win at the end. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, that's great, man, taking those wins and losses and, and then turn them into a win. And uh, just to continue on, I did see a win for you is, uh, since you said uh, we were talking there before we recorded, is uh, you had your deck uh, finished, and I saw a picture, I think Lori posted it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you had, uh, and this is a great creative way for you folks, uh, as we'll have, uh, you had an outside service, he had an outside service at his, uh, at his house, right? Yeah, yeah, we, I mean, that was our, I honestly had the plans for this back even before you came to to be with us, Brian, for this deck, and one after the other, I needed help, I'm the guy that you tell yeah. me what to do, and I can do it, I just don't know where to start, and I don't know the, yeah, all the details, but I'll cut the wood and hammer the nails, you know, uh -huh. um, but it was one of those things, and one after the other, people were um, backing out, that I, because I, Honestly, this is this um, place is really like the mission field where you go overseas. Because I lived in Kenya for a year and I've been overseas a few times. And yeah. you, um, 
you're kind of on your own in a way. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's kind of like that here. You don't have a lot of help because all your people here are busy working mm -hmm. because it's seasonal. So you don't get a lot of hands. So I was expecting people to help. And some, I had people come in, oh, we'll bring some lumber. We'll do it. We'll get it. And they'd bail on me at the last minute. So years went by, literally. And I said, I was even talking to contractors to help me do the job. And, and I couldn't get them to come because it wasn't big enough of a job where I couldn't pay them. So we got this deck belt. The vision was, hey, it's another room. Let's use it. You know, so actually Lori does a, a women's Bible study on there every oh, Thursday morning called Morning Manna. She's been doing that for a good 10 wow. years. Not here, but yeah. uh, this year because of COVID, we moved out of a coffee shop downtown downtown called Lucky Bean. Yeah. And uh, we moved back to the backyard. And oh, even yeah. last year when uh, yeah. Caleb, our son Caleb brought a group from his church and we did our coffee house. We did an open mic night and Caleb emceed it. And we used the like a stage and everybody, you know, and it was great. It came out. Yeah. We had a Muslim guy get saved underneath yeah. our lilac tree. Uh -huh. um, and listen to this. The uh, a gentleman that we worked with for a few years, he's a, he was an older gentleman, but he's been doing children's ministry for years and just love his heart. He was the one sitting under the tree ministering to this young man from one of the Russian states, but he's a, he's a Muslim uh, guy. And uh, he led him to Jesus. He goes, there's so much love here. There's so much, I don't know what it is. And he's telling you, he's telling them, we know what it is. And Joe was a great, one month after Joe did that, he passed away. He mm -hmm. led this guy and he passed away. And it was like, what a, you know, we got to redeem the time, obviously. And that's what, you know, um, sometimes Lori and I feel like, you know, maybe a voice in the wilderness up here. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all coming back to our first love. You know, this mm -hmm. is what we're continually preaching against. What, what other loves are you going after? What are your other loves? You got to have one love because all of your other loves come out of that one love. You said mm -hmm. it, you yeah. know, it comes out of that one relationship. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, there's, there's some, we're, we're just, we're, we're being more organic. We always have, um, we did our, we did, we had to start the season outdoors for our Sunday service too. So we, we didn't have anywhere to meet for a while because the resort where we meet on Sundays isn't, wasn't open. So we had outdoor services before it was okay. Um, and so, you know, we, we, I'll just say, we, we were saying, well, if it rains and we have to go inside, we're, we're going to go do a sit-in protest against our First Amendment rights. <laughs> oh, man. So, so you know? yeah. yeah. Folks right there. You see, you get to see, and the key word right there is organically. And uh, you get to see being creative uh, with an open mic night, being uh, held outside. And uh, look for ways, folks, uh, whether you're uh, a minister, youth pastor, college minister, uh, or like we were talking about being in bivocational, bi 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 and look at that opportunity on just on Mackinac Island. They didn't they didn't see a guy saved in a church building. They were organically they were outside at, at a house under a tree, and folks. And this is a time to be creative, uh, finding creative ways that we want to take take the gospel outside of our walls, outside of the church, and and, and take it to the streets, uh, take it to our workplaces. Uh, to our houses and, and, and invite people organically. And you, you get to hear his heart. You know, he brought uh, uh, Caleb, his son brought uh, uh, people uh, from his church and this things began to, to work. God began to move on that man's heart. And why? Because they were planting seeds. And, and that's all we have to do is plant seeds and let God do the rest. Uh, you know, Brian, it's a really interesting thing because Mm -hmm. A lot of times this, this is the mentality, we, we, you know, we've got to have a church building. We've got to have this or that. We've always been coming against this. You know, we've had people rise up within or even our church say, well, we got to have a building in order to reach people. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always kind of resisted only because of the Lord. I get the, I get what they're saying because it's a meeting place. I get it. Mm -hmm. But we always had this rise up. You know what it is? You know what it is? Whatever you have out there that you've got, mm -hmm. it's the fish and loaves. Whatever you do have, give that, mm -hmm. you know, um, if you've got an apartment, give it, 
if you've got a if you got a car to get down to a park, give that. If you got to ride your bike down, whatever you have around you, let the Lord use what you have. It's the fish and the loaves that multiply. And you know, our this thing up here is like a lot of ministry. It's one at a time. It's a lot of planting seeds. You don't we don't know we never know sometimes what we're doing um with people. You know, this this year we had a suicide this summer during COVID. Uh, we had a suicide of an employee here at the Grand Hotel, and he committed suicide. Well, guess what? They're, his best friend been at our coffee house who is had a sort of a church background, sort of, let's say that way, maybe a religious church background. She's, you know, she was at our coffee house last night. We didn't have a ton of people because, you know, Brian, all the foreign workers that were once here are not here because the borders are closed, you know, the border is closed and they can't come into New York and other places from more overseas. But so only people that are in the U S could come here to work. So we have less workers, less foreign workers this year, but God's been still using that. You, you use what you have and God helps multiply it. If you're just willing to use it. That's a, uh, that's a great word. I think that's a great segue uh, into our next question. Uh, folks is uh, how, uh, do you see ministry uh, moving forward? And I think we just kind of, you know, organically just talking about that, you know, being creative, uh, you know, with what you have, uh, mm -hmm. you know, because on Mackinac Island, uh, we can testify when I was there, Ken's, Ken and Laura is still there, but, you know, they don't have an opportunity to, you know, to drive places. They have an opportunity to ride their bikes uh, to wherever they want to go, but also, too, if they have to go over to the mainland, they have to take a ferry. Uh, to get to uh, the mainland. But anyway, uh, that's just a side note for you folks. But uh, anyway, uh, ministry moving forward for us. How, uh, how do you see that? I think we're, we're kind of talking a little bit about that. But yeah. Would you expand yeah. on that maybe just a, a, a little bit? More? Yeah, you're, you're right, Brian. I mean, it's that word the last couple of years, organic has been word in my, you know, in my stuck in my head mm -hmm. and heart. You know, again, it's again, back to the loaves and fish, you know, using what we have to see ministry you know there's great stuff going on in california right now you know sean voigt this worship leader guy who you know i we had listened to his music years ago and yeah. you know sweet man sweet man you know he's he's kind of i don't say this disrespectfully whatsoever you know he's got real long hair and he looks like a throwback hippie right i mean mm -hmm. but the, he's on fire for jesus but he was kind of that quiet guy that you know and he, God was raising over and say, I think I've got to run for Congress in California, you know? Yeah. Well, this stuff all came down mm -hmm. and he's like, what can we do? And they said, uh, you know, he, he quoted a few weeks ago that, you know, churches left the building mm -hmm. and they're out on the beaches. Now our other son, Jesse lives six miles away from where they've been in Huntington beach doing beach worship and baptisms and people are getting saved well they're trying to shut them down right now right now they're actually in portland uh in um yeah in oregon right now this weekend right today so you know they're that's organic um but you gotta but you gotta be willing sometimes to go outside the box it's not comfortable i, I i'll be honest with you you know when you go into ministry you're like yeah i want to be like what my pastor is i want to walk into my building I want to have my office. I want to have my bookshelf. I want to have my, I mean, you know, um, I'm, we're, we're in upstairs. You're in your apartment. We're, I'm in my upstairs and there's no door on the upstairs. It, you know, there, people come up here. I, when, my, when our sons were little, it was challenging because I, this is where I have to study. I had to go somewhere else, you know, or do it at four in the morning or five in the morning. But that's the, that's the message today is like, yeah. you know, when all this stuff falls away, we may not have all the things we desire or want, mm -hmm. you know, we have to move with the Lord in that. And mm -hmm. I think he's, I think he, he sure understands that going back to the start is the, is the key mm -hmm. going back to the start in all of this. And um, I mean, I like what you're doing, Brian, this is, mm -hmm. this is so good. Um, the format is just wonderful. And, uh, you know, it's iron sharpening iron. Mm -hmm. It's honing what God shows us. And people are sitting and listening to this and they're going, hey, I can do that. 
Yeah. You know, I can be in ministry or even if you're not a minister, it doesn't matter. We're all ministers, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I can do that. I can do that. God's raising up things. I mean, I'm actually working on something right now. I've got mm-hmm. the website going. I'm, I'm working on building a network of home fellowships and coffee house ministries and houses of prayer where people can come and we can raise up people mm-hmm. to do organic ministry. I, I mean, this is what I think God's raising us up to do. And uh, I think it's just powerful because it's going back to the start. First love. First love. Yeah. Amen. First love, folks. That's our theme today is uh, just basically organic and simplifying things. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a word that uh, my wife and I were talking about. This has been a couple months ago. Uh, and we were just talking about, you know, what's going on in our ministry, what's going on around the world, uh, being, being bivocational uh, myself and just saying, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? You know, and we were just talking about, hey, it's going back, simplifying things. But, you know, whether we have five, whether we have 10, maybe you have a ministry, maybe you have a ministry of 100 or 150 or more. But what can you do? How can you disciple those uh, young men, young girls, uh, where, uh, you know, where we're at? But, you know, sometimes in ministry, folks, uh, we get we get wrapped up in the numbers, uh, and, and you know so we, true. But, and it goes back to the fact, and uh, I'm sure Ken can testify as well as that. You know where those voices, uh, you know, of the enemy. Well, this guy has 50, but this guy has 150, and then we fall in that trap of comparison. We fall in the trap of uh, trap of are we doing enough? Uh, and 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 you know, I want to encourage you folks is don't fall in that trap of comparison because the Bible says. The thief, you know, wants to come and steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he wants to try to do, try to destroy your ministry, whether you have five or 105. It doesn't matter. It's a matter of simplifying and discipling those five or 105, however that might be of finding creative ideas. Uh, But anyway, as we wrap up here, I want to give Ken here an opportunity, whether it be a verse or a word before he prays, I believe he has a word from the Lord. We're talking about first love. And I think that's a great encouraging word to remember, to be in awe of our, of our, of our Savior, of our Messiah, of what he's done. But mm-hmm. I want to let Ken, uh, before, like I said, before he prays, uh, to, to, get, to have a word of encouragement uh, for you viewers that are out there. Because, you know, ministry can be lonely, whether you're volunteer or not, or maybe you're paid or bivocational. We need each other. We're just two guys uh, that want to encourage, but we're two guys here that are in the trenches uh, of ministry, different areas, mm-hmm. but we're, we have the same goal. We want to see a generation uh, uh, of people, but we also want to see the lost be filled with hope, and that hope is Jesus, uh, and mm-hmm. you know that there's a lot of depression. There's a lot of anxiety, worry, fear. Uh, there's a lot of uh, suicidal thoughts going around the nation, uh, what's yeah. even uh, unknown, uh, you know, and I think, you know, with the enemy is, is big right now is isolation, isolating yourselves from people uh, and community and then fall into that, fall into that trap where uh, you just want to be apathetic. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to do all the talking here. Uh, no, here. that's okay. That's I want to let Ken just encourage you. Uh, he's an encourager. He's an encourager because uh, when we were at Mackinac Island, it was just we were iron sharpening iron, and just a, just just to see this guy's heart for Mackinac Island and just people, uh, you know, putting in a lot of hours. Uh, and and uh, just I just appreciate my brother, and we've just mm-hmm. built this awesome relationship. And uh, I'm gonna let him encourage you guys today. Yeah, I always said about you, Brian, that if I had the ability to bring you on staff here. <laughs> which we don't have any staff. I'm it and Lori, and you get a two for one deal. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, you Jen as well, Jen as well, yeah. right? Um, and uh, but what I guess I want to say is, um, the Bible is so God's word is so incredible because everything points back to the one thing, mm-hmm. right? And so I, at first, when I thought about what I want, you know, a verse came up in my heart earlier about what I should share. I thought, well, that's not fully relatable to what we've been talking, but ultimately is because it, again, it's these voices in Romans. You were mentioning Romans earlier. It's Romans 8 verse 1. There's now no, no condemnation to them who are in Christ. And those, again, are those voices of condemnation. Again, even to the ministers out there and the people that are leaders or the people that are 
Bible study uh, leaders, anything that you're doing in the kingdom, you know, you're looking at and you're feeling condemned because you don't have the numbers. Yes. Um, Jesus, I go back to this all the time. Jesus only had 12. Yeah. And at the, at the upper room, after all the miracles, Jesus was the perfect pastor, the perfect prophet, the perfect evangelist, the perfect apostle. Yeah. In all the things that he did right, everything he did was right. Mm-hmm. He only ended up with 120 followers in that upper room to be baptized in his power. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. I think about this stuff all the time. All those people that were touched by him. So, but he's, but condemnation keeps us from being one of those 120. Yeah. You know, because it's not about numbers. He thought it was right to do 12. Here's, here's a key, here's a key thing today. Small is the new big. (laughs) It's okay. Small is the new big. Two or three gathered in my name, Mm -hmm. you know, two or three in agreement and prayer. But he says, condemnation, we're not condemned for those who are in Christ. And this is what brings us away from that powerful thought that it doesn't matter what the numbers are, it matters what I am. And if I'm a not a condemned person in verse two, it says for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. Yes, It's all there, it's all related to first love though, the law of the spirit of life in Christ. We're in Christ, we're a new creation and it's by the Holy Spirit and it's that condemnation is what's drawing us away right now from being in him, being uh, a part of what he wants in the earth. And what he's saying to all of us right now is that it doesn't matter what the numbers are. It doesn't matter the big or the small. First love, being not condemned because you are loved by him and you can live under a different law, the spirit of life. It's not the law of the world. It's not even the law of ministry. Let's say it that way. It's not the law of the, 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 uh, of, of the law of what's proper and what isn't. It's like live for him in every way. Let him, let him pick up and do the work. We just obey um, living in him. So verses 1 and 2 of Romans 8, that's what's been, you know, what the law couldn't do, what we're weakened through our own self. That's the voices. We listen to those voices that tell us, do it this way. We're weak, but it's what it's God's telling us, man, you're not condemned. Do what I'm asking. Don't be condemned in the way that I'm leading you, the way I'm directing you, the way I'm guiding you. It all we need to, is approval by him. It's, mm-hmm. it's a thing we have to get used to, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a badge of honor, whatever we do. Um, you know this, Brian, when we get to heaven, we're going to see people sitting at the front. <laughs> it wasn't Billy Graham, maybe, you know, it wasn't whoever. It's going to be some unknown people we never even heard of. Yeah. And um, we got to be reminded, you know, but this organic thought of, you know, the law of the spirit of life in him is obeying him when no one's looking, mm-hmm. you know, obeying him. And that, we've been guilty of that when no one's looking. Do we obey him? You know, do we love him? But it's this spirit of life in him. It's more important to be in him and for him. It doesn't matter what anyone else really thinks. Yes. We're, we're approved. Let's just say that you're approved. Everybody, you're approved. Amen. If you've accepted him, you're approved. You're in it. Mm. He's, he's recruiting you today to be that organic follower of jesus and by organic let's replace that with the spirit of life in christ that's your law that you follow the holy spirit who speaks what god's word says so they're all in union and so that's man that's what we're talking about not condemned by anything because that's the accuser and he's he's a liar he's so stupid yeah but we fall for it we fall for it have have done that many times so i sound all i sound all great but there's moments aren't there brian yes um absolutely that's why we have to minister yeah ministry's tough Mm -hmm. ministries you know we got this burden brian's got this burden i've got this burden lots of people have this burden Mm -hmm. there's a big weight on us Mm -hmm. but we can't carry it you know but it there's a burden for people there's a burden for this so Anyways, I'm just praying that our ideas are his ideas, mm-hmm. his way, you know, are his things are ours. And we got to be willing to cut those things and lop them off if they're not from him, you know? 
I've had to do that this year too. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I'm going. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm feeling pressure from the outside, not from yeah. within the Lord. You know. Yeah, that's a good word, folks. That's yeah. such a good word. And just to reiterate what uh, my brother said before, he's going to pray. And I think uh, uh, before he prays, uh, you know, I want to I want to let him pray for uh, you know no condemnation. Uh, no, no shame, no guilt. But what he said really struck uh, right there, struck a chord because this is what he was saying out of Romans 8. This is the gospel. This is the good news. You know, we live in a world that's full of bad news. But the good news is that if you're in Christ, you're not condemned. But also what he said, let's re- let me repeat that again one more time because repetition is good. We repeat I agree. We repeat it over and over again that you are approved that you're holy and blameless. Uh, you are righteous, not because of your works, not because of what you do or, or, or in what you do in ministry. It's because of the cross that sets you free. Now, I want, I want to encourage you, rest in that. Rest that you are, like he said, you're a new creation and you're not condemned. You're a new creation, not condemned. And again, it goes back to the voices that you are already approved because of the blood of Jesus that was shed for you and for me, for Ken, and for many others that view this, because we have to understand it's a blood-bought economy, not our works or our righteousness that we strive for. It's his righteousness that was given to us, and that will set us free. But again, what voice or what voices are you hearing today? That could be the title of our message here or our yeah. Yeah. What voice are you listening to? Is it the voice of, of truth or is it going to be the voice of the lies? Or it could be the voice of ministry in peers, in pressure. But don't listen to that right there because you're going to be burned out. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be disappointed. But when you get the approval of, of God, you're not going to be disappointed. When you renew your mind with scripture, you're mm-hmm. going to be free from the pressure. You're going to be free from the fear of man. Oh, I feel that in my spirit, folks. That's anyway, so good, Brian. That's so good. But anyway, I want to let uh, Ken uh, pray uh, for you with no condemnation, whatever else that he wants to pray for, and uh, be encouraged uh, today. This uh, this uh, little episode will be up here a little bit later uh, here today uh, for you folks to just dive into uh, what we've been talking about, uh, first love, uh, our theme of, of, of being organic. Uh, and that's what we want to encourage you with. Uh, like I said, we're just two guys here that want to encourage viewers. We want to be uh, two guys that just uh, run the race with perseverance. Yes, we, sometimes we feel weary. Sometimes we are discouraged. But we go back to the word daily. And then that's where the Lord encourages us. So, but anyway, mm-hmm. go, ahead, uh, go ahead, Ken. And, uh, uh, okay. Us, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Jesus, uh, we don't have condemnation, but he, what he did condemn was sin. Mm-hmm. So he took care of that for all of us right now. So let's, mm-hmm. let's pray. Let, I, I just like to say, just, just open up your heart to him today. And why don't you pray in agreement with Brian and I, that, there's power in that. Mm-hmm. And, um, God is, God is, uh, is moving in your heart today know that and be encouraged all right so let's pray heavenly father we thank you for your word that lifts us up from our wrong thoughts lifts us out of our wrong actions lifts us out of our wayward thinking god we thank you that you set our mind and our heart on the right course and thank you lord that we're not condemned in what we once were or even maybe we're struggling today. Maybe there's someone out there, Lord, that is struggling today. And I know that, Lord, when we get burnt out, when we get tired, man, this is when we listen to the voice of the enemy. This is when we, you know, allow other voices to come into our lives. And so we just want to dispel these dark, demonic voices that even us people that love God are hearing at times. We, Lord, we listen to the voice of truth. And so, as Brian called it, the voice of truth. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we're not condemned. We're not condemned. But, Lord, 
you uh, bring us into freedom through this law of the spirit of life in Christ. And so we put ourselves in your life and your life in our life. And we submit our lives to you, walking in the spirit of the life in Christ, not in the place of condemnation, not in the place of um, the flesh, because that's where it is. We walk into, we step into the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Holy Spirit, work in your people, God. Work in me, work in Brian, work in our wives as you're doing. We know you're doing it, but do it some more. We want, we want more. This isn't enough. We need you more. We want more stuff. We want more enablement. We want less condemnation. We, we want to hear your voice clearer, stronger. And so God, just pour into the lives of those listening today. We thank you. We honor you today. You're the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You're the Lord of my mind. You're the King of my mind. You're the Lord of my heart. You're the King of my heart. I say that. I know that I haven't always lived it. But I'm telling you, spirit of condemnation, you have no hold on me and you have no hold on anyone listening today. And so we pray over the listeners. We pray over Brian. We pray a covering and protection over your people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a wall of fire, a hedge of protection. Lord, oh, wow. Um, just Lord, just protect your people because we know the enemy comes in. He either comes in like a flood or you come in like a flood. I don't know what the exact original language is. We know he comes in hard, but you do raise up a standard against him. And so we raise up the standard of truth today. Thank you for that. Thank you for this time in Jesus' name. And for everybody listening, we pray blessing over covering of protection that they would follow hard after you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Well, folks, there you have it. Uh, you got to see our hearts, but most of all, uh, my brother, Pastor Ken's heart uh, in Mackinac Island, not just Mackinac Island, ministry in general, uh, being organic, and uh, just thankful for uh, our friendship, thankful for him and his wife Thank and what they do uh, in Mackinac Island. But yeah, uh, just to reiterate, be blessed, be encouraged today. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend, and uh, maybe again here later down the road, in the future we'll have... Uh, Maybe we'll have uh, a couple uh, come on. Ken and Lori can uh, speak uh, this time as well. Maybe we can have uh, both of them talk a little bit about uh, their ministry, even women's ministry, the Bible study, uh, you know, uh, as well. So uh, until next time, uh, God bless you all. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Bless you. Thanks.